Journeyings, uh, lessons we learn in life. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Journeying Podcast, episode 19. Um, yeah, so this is a bit straying from the norm for me and a first in terms of doing a bit of a solo cast and it's out of my comfort zone, but it's something I want to get, you know, more experience at doing and the only way to do it is to do it. Um, and it'll help me to kickstart back into the new year because I'm definitely finding it slower this year to get uh, this January to get going. Normally I'm pretty good. I'm a realist. I don't do um, resolutions on the 1st of January. I usually leave them to the second or third week just to <laughs> allow myself to fully enjoy the last of the Christmas and, you know, not beat myself up for you know, not starting on the 1st of January with any new plans. But I do, you know, and have done for many years, set kind of plans, goals, aims. Many of them fall by the wayside, but I get a lot of enjoyment about kind of starting the year with a bit of a plan anyway. But this year, and I think I would be forgiven this year for not being able to kind of get going as as quickly as I might have uh, in the past. And even like when I was starting this and, you know, wanted to greet listeners with a happy new year. I don't know, has anybody struggled to say happy new year? I feel like um, I'm being, I don't know, sarcastic with the way things are going um, to even say happy new year. Maybe best of luck with the new year it might be more fitting. But um, yeah, so getting started um making you know getting kick-started with lots of things you know my personal goals my personal plans the podcast uh work plans is just a slower but I'm okay with that this year which is definitely a, a, a positive for me I might have in the past bet myself up about not um being you know out there doing my training or out there hitting my goals when I when they've set them but uh I'm slowly learning that it's okay to be a bit kind to yourself as well and to you know just uh, accept if things don't go to plan. Yeah so as I'm uh, wandering along here with what is termed solo cast I'm realizing it's a bit like leaving those voice messages isn't it on whatsapp. Remember the first time somebody sent me one of them I thought it was the most bizarre way of communicating. It was kind of like Here's a load of stuff that I want to say to you, but I'm not really interested in what you have to say back to me. So I'm just going to hit this record button, get everything that I want to say said. And there you go. Done. That was my, <laughs> that was how I kind of first looked at it. It was like, oh, wow, rude. Don't they want a response from me? This is like a rhetorical conversation uh, that's landed in my inbox. Um. But I suppose like everything over time, they become the norm and I've definitely seen, you know, there's some benefits from them, particularly when you see a lovely message. I've a great friend in Australia and I love when I wake up to find her an, a voice message in the inbox and, you know, she'd be telling me her her day and updates and feedback on the podcast. She's a regular listener, Emer. Um, so you know, I, they become the norm after time. So I guess doing this idea of solo casts will 
become a little bit more of the norm for me and I can integrate it into doing podcasting. Um, so because, yeah, it's like that idea of just talking out into the abyss. And I guess I'm a lecturer, so and I've been after this year of online a semester of online teaching, it's definitely uh, built up my resilience of just talking out to the abyss of a Zoom room and hoping whatever you're saying is landing somewhere um, into students' homes, lives. Um, so, yeah, this is this is my experience of it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going on and we'll see, see how we get on. Um, so a story I wanted to share with you in keeping with this idea of goal setting and breaking, well, whichever way you want to look at it, breaking goal setting um, would be just very recently there in December. I was I had well, I suppose going back to August, I had set a plan, started the podcast, launched at the end of August. And my goal was mainly only goal was consistency. And I said to myself, I was going to do one episode per week for 52 weeks the year that was my goal and I set out and it was going grand and I got to December and I was feeling like I really would like a break not from the podcast necessarily just from everything and you know I suppose coming into the Christmas and there's so much run up and particularly the way I work you know semesters are intense so you get that sense of just wanting to kind of breathe and but I was conflicted because um, I'd been doing all my, you know, I'd done a lot of listening to motivational speakers earlier last year and the year before, and David Goggins and Jocko Willock. And uh, just, you know, you set your goals, you stick to them, you're weak if you break them. So I had that going on in one side <clears throat> of my head, my mind going, no, no, you've, you've made a plan. Now you've got to stick to it. And yes, that was a plan I'd made four months previous and I'd done really well. I stuck to it, but I didn't want, you know, the, the other side of it, I think I would do well for for break. And another lovely phrase that was introduced in episode 18 um, by my fellow sea swimmer friend and Margaret Nolan. Um, she had said a relaxed mind is a creative mind. And I've come to know that as well. And, and I believe that um, more and more. So I was in that conflict of looking at that. OK, I should be driving, pushing myself. I don't want to be weak. Um, you know, you set goals, you set aims and that's it. You stick to them versus actually, what about just chilling out and kind of see what comes to you when you when you take the time out? So do I push forward with a goal that I'd set five months ago, um, which wasn't, you know, relevant to right now when I was sensing the need to chill out for a while um, and do I just let myself relax so um, it was around the time it w- when was it it was mid-December and I was thinking about this and it was coming up to the the winter solstice and I, I just sat down and started exploring a little bit more about winter stol- solstice and what it means because I suppose so often all these kind of um dates and celebrations they come and go without a stop and to think well why why were these events historically what was going on that we now just kind of stick on the calendar but are we actually touching into them and I found somewhere it said it's the winter solstice is a sacred time of rest and reflection and I thought okay 
there there we go. There's my answer. And it also made me think that I had only a few weeks previous. I'm uh, studying choice theory psychology and we were doing our course online. And one of the kind of one of the icebreaker uh, exercises, the uh, moderator asked us to if we you know what animal would we like to be? If we could be an animal, what animal could we be? And I had only said a few weeks previous that I would love to be a hedgehog. And the reason behind it was I had a longing that we could all just accept winter is coming. Um, winter uh, in the traditional sense of it. And that, you know, if we could be have a human hibernation this year of all years, like I was thinking if we could just all slow down and just, you know, turn off all the you know, man-made lighting and electric illumination that we, you know, try to defeat the darkness of the winter and instead just kind of breathe into it and and accept it and slow down and rest like when the darkness comes that we all just kind of maybe retreat for a little bit. So I had been feeling this and I, I knew that I wanted a sense of hibernation but I was still trying to fight that a few weeks later when it was hitting me again that I would like to take a break. And I thought that was interesting how quick you forget what you had been wishing for and hoping for uh, only a few weeks previous. And I think we're always like that. We we kind of forget these these um, events unless we write them down or takes time to pause and stop and think and allow our relaxed mind to be creatively reflecting. And that's where new ideas come as well. And yeah, so it's funny, isn't it? just one decision of whether to keep pushing forward or take a break just brought a lot of kind of thought to me. And another thing it made me think about a lot was, I suppose, my my own family and uh, like my particularly my mother's mother. Um, she not my granny that I've mentioned on the podcast a few times, that's Granny Duffy. Um, but my other granny was a farmer. She was a very strong, hard-working woman. And as a child, I marvelled hearing how she raised 11 children while running her farm. Her pus- husband passed when the, the all the kids were very young. And I thought she was legendary because, and, and, and she was, and, um, but it was the hard work and busyness um, that we and still celebrate in our family. And I just thought, you know, how this can be passed through generations of just busyness and hard work is uh, great ethics. Of course, they are, but they can be distracting as well. And my granny, she'd, she wouldn't have any time for what she would call idle people. She detested idleness. But something, unfortunately, that she included in idleness was things like sports and hobbies, you know, time out kind of events. I think she was very she was very much um, work orientated and didn't take time to relax and rest and just take care of herself and, you know, take some quality time out with herself or family. Um, and she didn't allow herself this time. And, and these traits, I think, pass on to her daughter and to me. You know, I'm, I, I know I'm playing these kind of traits out and just interesting thinking about that generational um, passing on of of traits, um, ethics. Um, and I think maybe like perhaps my granny never knew how to shift out of survival mode. 
um, I don't know how she did it, like with the 11K, it's that she needed to, to keep the show on the road to provide for 11 children and build a farming business to pass on to the next generation. And I think she never knew how to stop surviving. And sometimes, you know, when you have a very strong need for survival, it's hard to to let that go. Um, which I can relate to a lot. And I think when she passed a couple of years ago, she was 91 years of age and that strong female survivor was survived by all of her 11 children. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes I wish I wish for her that she had more time to to rest her busy, creative mind and allow herself to be present with her family. And I suppose that wish is really for me as well, you know, to learn lessons that busyness can be distraction from what's in front of me. So I do. I do think by taking a pause, you know, so don't worry, I still have the critic in me going, oh, you're weak, you're weak. You didn't stick to your, your plan of weekly podcasts. But on the other side, I'm I'm I've actually broken a habit. I've actually broken the busyness work habit that distracts me maybe from maybe where I need to be. Um, so I did enjoy my Christmas and I did slow down and just took a break and played and laughed at, and I had no appointments or deadlines or commitments and that was bliss not having to race around and I suppose the Christmas that was in it I didn't have the opportunity to fill the diary up with you know going here there and everywhere and then realizing you're exhausted because you've burnt the candle at both ends because you have to go back and then you know try be be Christmas um, create Christmas as well as go out and have Christmas maybe with your own friends and so not being able to fill up my diary was was fantastic and taking away that extra work ethic work commitments as well was lovely and um, I had to you know fight the old voices saying that I wasn't you know being you know I struggle with that idea of laziness or resting laziness is a terrible word in in my head and um I would that would be a, a height of an insult for me to be called lazy but I do need to realize that I need to swap that with just resting and the resting is okay so yeah um the only problem now I have is <laughs> I'm finding it really hard to motivate motivate myself to get back into action again. I'm, you know, I actually really disconnected. So to the point where now getting back into gear again is is tricky. So and maybe because it's new for me to have, have let go so much that now I'm like, OK, need to draw on all those motivational speakers again and get them out uh, to get me started to kickstart me back into action again. And, and what I did was um, I found my solution. I said to myself, right, what you need to do, Dee, now is get yourself your 2021 diary. Yep. I and I love the paper diary. I, you know, you can have all the apps and I've got, you know, my online calendars, blah, 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 and syncing up. But I still love the idea of, you know, when you take the pen to the paper and write something down, it's it's something more concrete about it. Of You know, that's my timetable. That's what I'm doing today. I really get a lot out of writing things down on paper. So, you know, technology is fantastic. But I loved my, my diary. Uh, but it turns out and I thought like, you know, some people might think diary, paper diaries, antiquated thing of the past. 
But it turns out it's not. Um, <laughs> because I am not alone. Because for love nor money, I cannot get the diary I want. Yep, sold out. I spent a ridiculous amount of time researching what I love to do. Um, looking for the right diary for this year. And I had narrowed it down to very particular specification. I wanted a soft back paper, A5 uh, size and and this particular German brand that I wanted. But um, in my in my research and narrowing it down, it appears half the Irish nation um, also had narrowed down to this particular type brand softback journal. And I cannot get it anywhere in Ireland. So it's sold out on, on the, I'm trying to avoid the UK sites at the moment because I think there's a lot of confusion there with taxes and I don't think it's as straightforward to order from UK companies at the moment uh, with Brexit. So I was trying to find this tr- in Ireland in any of the Irish retailers and yeah, couldn't believe it. But um turns out we have a much more organised nation than I might have thought and People don't wait till January 2021 to get their act together like I did. And yeah, they were sold out everywhere. Though, so um, yeah, that's pushing back my January reset until I can get my hands on the right diary. Now, I will, I'll, I'll obviously have to improvise, but um, on the plus side, it, it is good to know we have a nation of go-getters raring to get going with plans, schedules and appointments this year. Uh, it's just not looking good so far for 2021 to oblige us with anywhere significant to go yet with these well-intentioned plans. But still, there you go. Uh, my research shows we Irish are an organised bunch who still are fond of pen and paper and we're nothing if not optimistic, which is great. So look, um, I'll wrap up my first solo cast and I wish the best for you. Um We'll all put our best foot forward for 2021 and all we can do is our best. I don't want to contritely say Happy New Year, but um, best of luck for the new year. And if you have any suggestions or ideas for guests on the show this year, um, I'd love really appreciate if you could reach out to me. I'm uh, mainly on LinkedIn. Um, You could message me there uh, or I dabble in Instagram or Facebook. Not quite. I had to kind of avoided social media for a long time but kind of exploring these areas so you can reach me there as well or email either um i'll pop the my address in the show notes and yeah it'd be great to hear what you know or any feedback at all would be fantastic and let's see how we can all kickstart ourselves into january 2021 and beyond okay take care all